You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, smart down, and it's called for another foul. We are back with another episode of From the Rafter. Sam and I are here finally on uh, Friday, August 27th. It's been, I think, almost two weeks now since we've been able to record. Uh, both of us on two vacation. Weeks for the boys. Yeah. yeah and we I came mean, back with the first... fucking drip if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> Same shirt. You know, uh, Target, right? You get yours at Target, I would assume. Uh, probably Burlington Coat Factory. Gotcha. Gotcha. This is my new favorite brand of shirts now. Uh, it was $8, so... You can't you can't beat value, but um, yeah, I was uh in the Cape, uh, Cape Cod. Sam was in London, so this was the first you know multi-week break I think we've taken since uh the start of COVID, right? Since there was no actual basketball to talk about, so I, I guess you could say it was due. But we are back. Show is not canceled. Do not. We were all in. over the place, <laughs> and it just so happened that uh, while we were away, the Celtics decided to drop bombs. Which uh, was good. World, so. Yeah, yeah, at least they did something. So we got plenty England, to talk by the about. Way, perfect weather. I came really? back, got off the plane yesterday, absolutely bummed. 90 degrees. Unbelievable. Oh, it's gross. It's gross here, yeah. It's like it's like 65, 70 degrees every day. I run, it's like nothing. I, I couldn't even I had to run in the on the treadmill today. That was horrible. Treadmill, <laughs> don't do it. Oh my god. Brutal. But uh yeah, let's start from I guess the beginning. Uh did we get the chance to talk about the Dennis Schroeder signing? Has it been that long? I think it might have been that oh, long. I think we got him. Did we? Did we get into that? Uh, let me let me just check the records really sure we quick. Did, we can there, do but... again. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, we we did not get to the Dennis Schroeder signing. Oh, uh, yes, we did. I lied. Yeah. I lied. We did. That was the last thing we did. So I, I we'll we'll skip past that uh, and we'll start with the Marcus Smart extension. And I'll, I'll let you take this opportunity. Uh, I suppose if you'd like to say I told you so, even though I never, I never was specifically advocating for a Marcus Smart trade. Well, tonight I told like you so, to... but not to Jack. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, this is something we mulled over for months. I was on both sides of the fence. You know, if he didn't want to stay, then you have to, do, you do have to get rid of him. But he did want to stay. He said that. He said he loves playing for the Celtics. They gave him some money, and they gave him a four-year. $77 million contract, I think. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm right happy he's sticking around. It fits the narrative. I want him to get his jersey retired someday. I think he's doing things to earn it. I think he plays hard. I think he embodies what it means to be a Celtic. So I'm very glad he's on the team for the foreseeable future. I'm glad <laughs> you don't have to worry about him leaving and going to play somebody else that potentially would have to, you know, you'd have to play against in maybe a playoff series. I don't know. Playoff performer Marcus might be uh, something to see next season. You go yeah. ahead. Your turn. Yeah, I mean, I, I think my cap was around the $18 million mark, and this one averages out to around 19.25 a year, uh, which I, I guess in the long run is still a steal for a guy like Marcus. Under $20 million, I think, is uh, where most people wanted to see the contract land because I think he probably would have gotten, you know, 21 22 23 on the open market. Even if you think that's an overpay, that's just the price of talent in the NBA now. So uh, getting him on the books for the next four years under $20 million is kind of crazy. Great job by Brad Stevens. Um, I- I'm looking forward to it. The question now is, before we get into the other extensions, does Marcus Smart remain the starting point guard, or do they run a Schroeder Smart lineup? Like, what do you think the plan is there? I know it'll be up to Ime Udoka, but w- what would you prefer to see? I think I think Udoka said Udoka came out and said that he wants the ball to be in Marcus's hands a lot of the time. I think that's the plan. Obviously, those I believe those quotes were before Schroeder showed up, but even then, we we talked about this last time we talked about him. Um, you know, Schroeder's cool with whatever. He'll come off the bench. He's open to it. He doesn't. He, it, that doesn't matter to him. So, if they do decide they want Marcus to start, which I think they will, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think he's primed at least for the opportunity. At the very least, he's shown that he's a very capable passer. He will make good passes. He has good vision. And if he truly does buy into that role, which I mean, if depending on who you are, is a big if. If you don't believe in him, that's your thing. Maybe you don't. But 
I think he will buy into the distributor role. He won't be chucking as much. And I think a lot of people are going to change their mind about him if, if he, you know, plays the role right. I saw somebody today. I, last thing, I was done. So you read me right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody today say that um, he could have a serious bid for most improved. And I hmm. don't think that's that crazy. Depending depending on the success and how how well he plays, but yeah. I, I mean obviously that's a whole improvement thing. But yeah. I think I think he's a good fit to be the point guard on this team. He can have moments where he takes over a game, but it's not what he should be doing. What he should be doing is passing and playing defense. So good fit. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think this year realistically Marcus Smart could potentially be the third option on the team. Right. You could argue for Dennis Schroeder. You could argue Josh Richardson. Um, if you want to say Robert Williams takes that next step, next step I don't see it. But I, I suppose you could argue that, too. Um, but if he's hitting his shots at a decent clip uh, and can embrace that, you know, pass first, excuse me, point guard role. I don't think there's any reason he can't average like 15 and eight. Does that sound crazy? I, I don't think that would necessarily put him in the, the market for most improved, but I think that those should be the realistic targets. I think the most important thing for yeah, him is shooting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the eight. I was going to say, I, I think the most important mark he needs to reach is 35% from three. Like, even, like, I'm, I'm not asking for 40, I'm not asking for 38, nothing crazy, but he shot, like, 33 last year, which is just, like, if you can get that around league average, which I think league average last year was actually like 37, 38, which is wild. But I'm just talking 35, 36. If he can hit that from three, you know, get those eight assists a game, 15 points maybe. I think those are solid benchmarks for him. And this is assuming or hoping that the Jays can both average 25 plus. I think those are uh, goals for them as well. But yeah, I'd love to see Marcus be the starting point guard. I think he fits the mold perfectly. Uh, if you're talking about a, a defender, obviously Marcus is that. A passer, I don't think we've gotten the chance to see Marcus as the primary ball handler on the team ever, right? Because in the past six years, you've had, what, IT for two of them, Kyrie for two of them, Kemba for two of them. Like, you're just going down that yeah. list. Last year, I could, you could maybe say Kemba wasn't it, but it was kind of bounced around a, a bit much. But like you said, Udoka wants to make him the starting point guard. And so the ball will be in his hands and I'll have the chance to prove it because he hasn't really been a point guard since his first couple of years in the league. And at that point, it was still Rondo, Avery Bradley, et cetera, et cetera, running the team. So um, I, I think it'll good be, excuse me, a good chance for Marcus to prove himself to the doubters. And uh, hopefully he can step up to the plate. I think still, though, like I said, that three-point percentage is probably the most important thing, at least for me, that I want to see from him because I, I know the passing's there. I know the uh, defense is there. I just need to see that three-point shooting. Um, moving on to the next extension, which I would argue is probably some of the best value in the league. Robert Williams, uh, four year, 54 million, I think around 13 million per season. That's absolutely wild that Brad Stevens got him on a deal like that. I mean, it puts him in the top, guaranteed. okay. Yeah. Puts him in the top half uh, of centers in the league in terms of how much they make, which seems crazy, uh, that there are, you know, more centers getting paid like that, but considering his age, uh, and his potential, I think that's a steal of a contract. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's funny. One of my buddies from work, uh, my my guy Devin, was telling me it was a horrible contract today. So I, ha I had to. I had what is nice Devin debate. on? <laughs> well, you know, he he was like saying that's a in the NBA. It's not a lot of money. Eleven million is nothing for an NBA player. So that's that's the point I had to get across, and also that. He's been on the upswing the last two seasons, which absolutely earns him that deal. The concern is the health. However, the health is the the part of that is non-guaranteed is because of the health. So if he doesn't play 69 games, he will not get the extra money. Not that that money is a game changer or anything like that. He's still making 12. But yeah, that's that's a good contract, not only because it's good value for you, but if something happens to where you need to trade somebody and he's playing well underneath that contract, that's a huge deal. It's for a team, say say that a contender wants him, uh, they've got their three max guys and they need good depth, perfect contract. 11, 12 million for a guy that's a free basket. Um, I mean, easy, easy. Yeah. Free basket, good rim protector, athletic. <laughs> he's a good passer. He's he's an underrated yep. passer. He's going to improve with Horford around to help him. He he was mentored by Horford early on. Now Horford's back. 
Robert Williams, should he stay healthy, which which could be a big if if you really want to be the devil's advocate, is uh, primed to play well. I agree. And I know this is not the route many people want to think of. Um, I'm not advocating for it, but it also makes Robert Williams' contract a very movable one. It's very, very trade-friendly, especially if you're looking to match, you know, a CJ McCollum, a Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, that type of trade. It, it gets you that, you know, step closer to doing that. And he is probably maybe the most valuable asset on the Celtics that they would be willing to trade, right? Because I don't think they want to move on from Tatum or Brown, obviously. So uh, next best value is probably Marcus or Rob Williams, depending on who you ask. So. Um, that 11 million could help, you know, get you to a Bradley Beal. And then at that point, you're running Smart, Beal, the Brown, or sorry, it's uh, Jays and uh, Horford. So I, I wouldn't complain about that. But yeah, uh, great value, four years, 54 million. Like you said, only partially, uh, or some of it is guaranteed, but uh, mostly guaranteed. Mostly, mostly. guaranteed. <laughs> and the last contract extension, and I would argue the most surprising one, uh, Celtics extending Josh Richardson for one more year. I think. At least in my mind, this is a deal to get a trade done next offseason because it'll still be on the books. Yeah, but, that's uh, the story, isn't it? Yeah, I, w- I want to know your thoughts because it's around $12 million for one more year with the team. I like Josh Richardson, but um, I'm wondering what the angle is here for Brad Stevens. Well, here here's how I understand it, and obviously this is how you understand it too because you've definitely been doing more um, stuff than I have over the last week as I've been on vacation. Not really paying that much attention, but I do remember I saw the notification. I said, "What the hell's going on? Are they out on Beal? Like, are they done with him? Like, what's going on?" But it turns out it's the opposite. They're really in on him. The signing, first of all, is a good backup plan if it doesn't work out because that's probably going to be a quality player you'll have around and a good deal for the next season. Who you can, I think you can extend again. I don't really know. I don't know how that all works, but I'd imagine you can. But for those who haven't seen it, the plan that is being hypothesized by all the big brains is that that contract in Horford's port partially, partially guaranteed contract will be fitting for a sign and trade for Bradley Beal in the offseason, which makes a lot of sense. And it's honestly fantastic because. We were talking about this for months and months and months, Jack, to where we were talking about Marcus Smart, and we were saying, yeah, like, you you do want to keep him around, but <laughs> here's the thing, you have to pay him, and if you pay him, you don't have money for Bradley Beal, who is obviously, like, they've circled it with a highlighter, said, this is our plan, because they let Fournier walk, which is fine, because that's a lot of money to pay the guy for however long, <clears throat> four years, Okay. They they have deliberately not they dumped Kemba. They are in on next off season. So now they are positioning them to self to themselves to not only be in position to go after Beal, but to keep all your core pieces of Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Robert Williams as well as probably Pritchard, Neesmith, and the gang, right, around, and then trade for Beal. And you don't have to give up any of those guys. Yeah, ideally, right? I mean, I think it just all depends on what Washington wants for Bradley Beal. I mean, I assume you'll have to get rid of, you know, a Romeo, a Pritchard, maybe a Neesmith. It it just depends on the direction they're looking to go in, right? Because if they're trading Beal, they're not going to be competitive. Spencer Dinwiddie's fine. Kuzma's fine. You know, KCP is a piece I like a lot, but no Beal equals no playoffs. I think they have a chance to make a run at the playoffs this year. I'm talking eight, seven seed if possible. But if they don't have Beal, they don't have a chance at the playoffs. So that means they're resetting. So that means they probably want, you know, Rob Williams, Pritchard, Neesmith, some of those guys. Um, It just depends on who Brad wants to give up. But like you said, extending Josh Richardson allows the Celtics to match uh the money in a trade if that's the direction they want to go in so i think it gives them that flexibility and for that reason i think the contract extension is a w and if they don't get beal you know let's say it doesn't work out because beal's not a guaranteed thing you know as much as we want to think about it it's not guaranteed 
Um, I like Richardson on the team anyways. He's good wing depth. He'll help Neesmith. I mean, him and Neesmith off the bench as your two wings is great, in my opinion. You have Schroeder. You have Pritchard. Schroeder's not going to be with the team past the season, which I, I think they should probably trade him at the deadline. I saw Keith Smith tweet that right when they signed him because realistically, he'll get more money next offseason. I, I know he— Who knows? Was a- Maybe he falls in love. <laughs> I know he's clowned in the playoffs last year because he played poorly, but he's worth more than $6 million. Oh, he so. definitely is, which is steal um, for the Celtics. Which is why I think they should trade him. Yeah. Right. I wonder what they could get back for him. I mean, it just depends on what team would want him, right? You got to think around the league, like to contending teams. Clippers just answered their point guard needs with Eric Bledsoe. Again, you can clown him. I clowned him for on the Pelicans, but he's a much better fit in uh, LA than he was in New Orleans. Um, contending teams that need a point guard or a backup point guard. Realistically, not a very long list. You might Miami. ship him to, ship him to Philly. Miami no has walking. Lowry if they want a backup, but. It, you also have to think because Miami, what are you going to get back, right? They're not giving you Tyler Hero, and I don't know you don't, you don't even want Tyler Hero, so they don't have much to give you. Uh, Milwaukee, maybe you can get like a couple picks off them for it. I, I wouldn't mind that. Uh, Miami doesn't have any picks to trade at this point. Uh, Philly, maybe you get a first and a second from Philly or something. Perhaps Ben Simmons. <laughs> hey, clown on it. I would still take Ben Simmons on the Celtics. You don't have to. I don't know. I think he's still – he's well, obviously still an all-star. The, the word is now they're going to keep him. Yeah, they're going to keep him until the start today? of the season, yeah. Because that's just because Daryl Morey has the most ridiculous asking price on the planet and they can't move him. Um, they're a mess. The one trade I've been seeing a lot is De'Aaron Fox for Ben Simmons, and I don't understand why Sacramento would ever be interested in that. I don't understand that. why they would do that either. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I'm not sure if Ben Simmons will end up. Uh, how did we get to this point? Uh, Bradley Beal trade, right? No, Dennis Schroeder trade Schroeder. is where we were. But uh, yeah, I, I, maybe they'll look to trade him at the deadline. I don't know. Um, that's about it for that signing, though. Uh, I've seen a lot of things going around lately uh, in terms of next season projections. I know the last time we did a show, we did our, you know, standings projections. Sam, Sam stumbles through trying to make a <laughs> coherent list. Yep, pretty much, pretty much. But uh what are you thinking? Are you still like there's been some moves since then? Not nothing too hot, but what's your floor and ceiling for the Celtics next season? Like what what's the the highest you think they can get in those standings? And what's you know if, if they hit this floor, then it's a disappointing year. Well, the floor to me isn't disappointing. I think disappointing is when you go below the floor. You know, okay. When, fine, when so. you have when you have a mindset going in, okay, this is the worst we can do. And then you do worse is not good. Like last year? <laughs> exactly. Like last year, going in, I probably would have told you the same thing as this year. I would have said you could probably finish. You probably you could finish first if you really, like, knocked it out of the park, right? I'm not saying. I'm Listen, because it's a regular season. I'm not saying they're going to win the East. I'm saying they could finish the top of the standings. All right, all right. But, like, realistically, I don't think they should fall below four. I, I don't. I, I don't. Now wow. I'm I'm starting to get really high on him. I think I'm really buying into markets playing point guard. I'm excited to see how it goes. They just threw some money at Richardson. He's probably going to play a little bit more motivated because he got paid a little bit. Schroeder's definitely going to be playing for contracts, so he's going to be motivated. The summer league was really good. I'm excited to see Horford back on the team. Robert Williams just got paid, so he might have some extra motivation. I mean, the Celtics have the most depth that they've had since Kyrie left on that team that was a disaster. But the yep. year before, they took themselves to Game 7, and they should have went to the Finals. They took themselves to Game 7 with that depth of the Eastern Conference Finals. So now they've got depth again behind Tatum and Brown and Marcus and Horford, who can be your probably co-third. I mean, that that is a good, deep team right there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, depth was a big problem last year, and it's why they lost a lot of games. It's not going to be as difficult for Brown and Tatum to work because they've got a little bit more help around them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, in my opinion, I think the ceiling is probably a three seat. I think realistically you're looking at four or five, and I think the floor is the play-in tournament. Uh, that, that's If they're in I'm the play-in, it's going to be very not good. Not I, I'm, good. Not say, I'm not saying I'll back it. Like, obviously, it would be a disappointment, but I think that's what the floor is. I, I think you and I have different definitions of floor. Like, realistically, if I was you, the way you said that, like, your floor is the same as mine, but the absolute underachieving floor is what you just said, which okay. is fine. <laughs> 
I got you. Which I, I agree you. with. That and I fun. understand why you say third because you think you think to yourself like there's two teams that are like concrete better than them. But like yeah, at, at least at you least. know the Nets are going to like screw around in the regular season. Like it's <laughs> yeah. not going to matter to them. They can turn on the playoffs. Like Miami might not screw around because this is kind of their first rodeo with this bunch and you know they want to prove themselves, but Brooklyn has nothing to really prove in the regular season. They have to prove in the playoffs. It doesn't matter yeah. what they do in the regular season. No one cares. All of these guys are on the team to win a championship. That's what Harden hasn't done it. Kyrie did it once, and Durant did it with Golden State. So people give him shit all the time about not winning a real ring. And even if he wins here, people are still going to do the same thing because it's another stacked team. It's especially yeah. who they, who else did they bring in? Jack. They brought in somebody else that I was like, that's rid- oh, uh, Patty Mills. Yep. Signed with Patty that. Mills. That's ridiculous. Yep, Patty Mills, Bruce Brown accepted the qualifying offer. Blake Griffin signed on for a minimum. Rumors are JJ Reddick's looking at the Nets as well, so they'll have some they'll have some good depth there again. They're just, uh, you know, you can hate on it. Well constructed basketball team. Like I mean, they they got help. Obviously, they didn't do it naturally, but they, that's it's a good team. Um, the way I see it, I wrote my uh, Eastern Conference power rankings. Uh, for the Eastern Conference, I just said that. Um, for all you can heat is what I meant to say earlier this month. And I had three teams above uh, the Celtics. I had uh, the Nets number one, I think. Uh, Bucks, Heat, Celtics. I think oh, Milwaukee. I'm such a clown. Milwaukee yep. deserves to be in that conversation. Too. Yeah, Milwaukee's They're, up there. They won a title, so they deserve it, right? And past that, I think there's three teams you could argue. Uh, I think the grouping, you know, tiers are you got Milwaukee and Brooklyn, one like tier one. I think the Heat are in a tier of their own at tier two. And I think the Celtics, Hawks, and Knicks are tier three. And the Celtics are arguably the top of that tier. I think they're definitely better than the Knicks, but I think there's a real argument that the Hawks are better than the Celtics this year. I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying that's the tier I would put the Celtics in moving into this season. Yeah, see, I see those top three teams kind of at the same. Maybe Miami. You're, you're kind of right. They just haven't played together. I no, think you're my, right. Line of thinking. But I, I kind of put the Celtics in that tier with them, but they're like hanging off. Like if it's a pyramid – they're like hanging off the stair. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of yeah. there, but they they also really haven't they, – they have to prove themselves for people to take them serious after last season. Yeah. Whereas Atlanta sure. proved themselves in the playoffs, and now they're the hype train. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. Um, Next topic of discussion I wanted to bring up. I don't know if you saw it. I think I sent it in our group chat, but – uh, I wrote a top 50 players ranking, and you clowned on me for Marcus Smart not being in the top 50. I think I half is a joke. Joking. Yeah, I don't think you actually saw it, but um, I got Brown and Tatum both in the top 50, and I want to see if you agree I with some Tatum of these top I saw Tatum, and 50. I thought Tatum was low for the people ahead of him. You thought people like I had above him should have been behind like, him. He, yeah. He's better than Okay, uh, we'll go through the rankings, and we'll see if you agree. We don't have to take... Excuse me, too much time on this, but I'm just curious to see. So let me let me pull it up. Player rankings. Should have had it up, but <clears throat> underprepared. So yeah, top 50 player rankings. No Marcus Smart, unfortunately. Um, number one. I don't know if you disagree with this. I had Durant at number one. We'll just go top down. Oh, Durant's probably the best player in the league. You could make the Giannis argument big time because he just won a title. Mm-hmm. I got but Giannis. I, at two. I think Durant had the best dominant playoffs out of anybody last season. I, I, agree. I think he was the best player in the playoffs. Uh, I got Giannis at two, which I think is fair. I got yeah. LeBron at LeBron at three. Uh, yeah. I know you don't like him, but no, it's, it's probably fair. It's LeBron. Those two guys have passed him. He he's got to prove himself again. Mm-hmm. I got Curry at four. Yeah, Curry. The Warriors are going to be a problem this year. They're nasty. They're nasty. I got They're deep ha- too. I got Harden at five. Harden at five, huh? Mm-hmm. That's fair. I mean, you can't really, like, knock it that much. I would say I think, maybe Luka should be above him, but... Mm-hmm. I think yeah. if Harden played every game, he would have won MVP. And that's a hot take, but I genuinely think if he won played MVP? every game, he would have won MVP. Jokic. Jokic. <laughs> yeah, he probably would have. <laughs> Anyways, I got Jokic at six. Jokic at six. Uh, Kawhi at seven. This is assuming everyone is healthy, so Kawhi is at seven. Well, he's not going to uh, play. I know. I'm just saying, you know, if everyone in the NBA was healthy, uh, this is where I would put him. Uh, Luca at eight. See, I think Luca should be above those last two guys at the very least. You think Luca should be better than Kawhi Six. and Jokic? Yeah. Wow. Right now, I think so. 
I think I, I think fair. out of those three, obviously Kawhi, even if he is healthy, he's coming off an injury, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it's kind of not the rules of your list, but whatever. <laughs> but no, yeah. seriously, I think Luca has the best um, chance of being a leader on a winning team out of those three yeah. right now. I I agree. to impact winning, you know. Yeah, hard I mean, and hard and I I'm fine with just because he's, he's kind of similar so to Luca. Even though I don't know, maybe you put Luca above him because they're changing the foul rules this year, so Harden's probably going to be a scrub. <laughs> Hey, you never know about Luke. Thank goodness. He, he, he's uh, Luke, he Luke is well, but, thing, but he's, uh, he's not as bad. Nine and ten, I got Embiid and then Lillard as nine and ten. Yeah, Fine there so fair. far. Right, Maybe, uh, I don't know. Now, Lillard, Lillard's weird because he's like a really good player, but he he never really wins. You watch the Easter Conference Finals. No, no. Yeah, but he's he's had some good playoff runs for sure. But like recently, the team hasn't been doing good. It's yeah. tough. It's tough for me to buy into the hype of guys putting up monster numbers when, like, they're playing with nobody yeah. else, I which say, isn't their fault. Like, I will say the Blazers have dealt with a horrendous amount of injuries. No, in the past they have, seasons. for sure. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, you know, if I said Lillard maybe shouldn't be there, somebody, it probably wouldn't be you because you understand. But, like, you know, Timmy, Timmy would be – not Timmy G. No, Timmy in particular. It's just the name. The little kid Timmy. I, I Little, little Timmy reference. would be, like – but he averaged this many points per game last season. I'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. well, he had to take all the shots. So, he, of course, he did. Like, Beal, I'm, <laughs> even though Beal's probably going to end up on the Celtics, like, I, I'm fully buying into that. I don't really care for it. Like, I'm not super hyped about it, but, like, I think he's a quality player, but I don't think he's as good as everybody says he is. He's just I got taking you. all the shots. I got you. I got you. Um, 11 and 12, I got Davis and Butler, Anthony Davis and Jimmy Butler. Thoughts? I think Butler should be far lower. Really? Why is this? You know more about it than I do. You you are the Heat guy, so I'm not going to really debate you. But <laughs> I guess I guess they figured it out last season. But he had a really really poor poor start to last season. He struggled in the playoffs, is what happened. I mean, it's just hard for me. Less than one year ago, at this point, Sam. Less than one. No, year no, ago, I, know, I know, I know, I know. You know what I'm saying? I, I just it it's hard to look past that. They struggled last year. Um, I think a lot of people are gonna be back. I don't. I don't dislike him either. I want yeah. that to be known. It's not a bias thing. I just think, I, if anything, he should be your favorite player in the league. He did not make a super team. He went to his own team. He's doing. No, it by himself. he's very respectable. He plays hard. <laughs> no, I I yeah, respect yeah, yeah. the hell out of him. I got you. I, I got you. I don't have any problem with him. I got you. Um, thirteen, fourteen guy. You do have a problem with Kyrie and Chris Paul. 13, yeah, 14. I think both there. They th- neither of those guys should be over Tatum, and I don't think Butler should be either. And who was eleven? Wow. 11 uh, was AD, Davis. Davis. I think Davis should probably be higher up. I, I, I don't know. Davis Davis is probably right. I think Tatum should be right behind him. Really? So you'd put Tatum above Chris Paul, Kyrie, and Jimmy Butler? Oh, yeah. Interesting. It's not even close. Like, wow. I think, no, no, I no, think seriously. I think Tatum – I mean, Butler did it in the bubble, so it's really unfair. But I think – as of now, Tatum has the best skill set out of those three guys to lead a team as the best player on the team. Because Chris Paul is not the best player on Phoenix right now. It's it's Booker. Okay. Yeah. He's pulling the strings. Like I understand there's more to it than being the scorer and everything like that. Like there is a lot to it. But I think Tatum, his skill set, and I'm not like a super big Tatum guy either. Like he's fine. He's on the Celtics fine. <laughs> but I think his his skill set now is starting to become better equipped to lead a team to winning than those three guys, especially Butler. I I don't know. Butler I'm out on right now. He'll probably have a good season. But he got paid fifty million dollars a year in an extension. That's ridiculous. That should they're they're gonna regret that. Okay. I, I disagree, but you I think you see. think he's gonna be I, worth fifty million dollars? By the, the, end, of that the end of the contract, maybe not. But I think right now you had to make that move to get him on the timeline. Same with Lowry. Keep him around. And at absolute worst case, right, you're paying a guy who's been, you know, doing so much for your organization. Like, it's it's like paying Marcus Smart uh, a big deal at that point. Oh, right? like it's a little different. It's, you know, uh, like $33 million different. In terms of price, yes, I understand. I think they any don't have contract to... that's, like, over, like, 35 is a bad deal no matter who it is. Unless it's, like, KD. Even Seth Curry, Steph Curry, I mean. Well, like, like 
All right, so you got your <laughs> tier one guys. So let's say like I know, I know, I'm fucking, I'm fucking. In the top six guys on 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 your list, right? Like anybody outside of those guys that is not going to be a concrete number one on your team to win you a title should not get that much money. I don't care who right. it is. I don't. I wouldn't. I would tell you Tatum. Well, Tatum's different because he'll he's young, so he's <laughs> he's on the up yeah. and Butler's on the down. But okay. still, I would say it's a right. lot of money for Tatum. I got you. I got you. Tatum is 15, right behind Irving and Paul. You can make an argument uh, over that Chris Paul. Uh, I almost, I was having a tough time between 16 and 15. I almost put Tatum at 16, but I ended up putting him at 15. Uh, oh, Paul George, Paul George is 16. No way. Uh, all right. I knew you'd say that. Anyways, Paul George 16, Devin Booker 17, Chris Middleton 18. Got thoughts on those next three? I mean, they're below Tatum at this point, but Brown is. Yet Booker to be deserves named, so. to be up there for sure. You just. Uh, Made the finals, Middleton won a title as mm-hmm. largely the best scorer Score. on that team. Mm-hmm. And last guy was Paul George. He's probably the worst out of those three for me right now. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Let them to the Eastern Conference Finals, but you make your arguments. Uh, 19, Bam. 20, Trey. Yeah, okay I think that's you. fair. I think Bam Bam is gonna have a big season. I think. I I agree. And Trey Young earned okay. that after the playoffs, so mm-hmm. it's fair. Uh, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three is Donovan Mitchell, Drew Holiday, Bradley Beal. See, I think Drew Holiday is way too high. Okay. I think he's way too high. I don't think I'm not convinced. Uh, this is kind of drastic. I I'll follow through with it, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm not completely behind this anymore. But like, I'm not too much. Convinced he's that much better than Marcus Smart is. That's agreed. It's it's a hot take. Yeah, I know. That and is I, I absolutely wild. <laughs> but no, seriously, like I, I don't know. He's he's all right. He's not. He's. I'm gonna tell you, like probably a bunch of players behind him are better. I think Mitchell's fine. Utah is the so best let, let team in the West record wise. Who would you rather have on your team on the Celtics team right now, Drew Holiday or Bradley Beal? Oh, that's a fit question. <laughs> I know, I know. I just wanted to fuck with you. I knew your answer. Um, no, yeah, I just think what Drew Holiday brings defensively um, is huge, and I, you could argue that. For I Marcus. just think he's more of a role player. When I when I hear him, I think more of a role player. Not that not that a role player is a bad thing. It's just like if you're gonna put him on a team by, I don't know. If you put what, what, if you switch him with with Beal last season, that team doesn't make the play. I, I guess so, but that's just because Bradley Beal can give you forty a night. It's not like it's not like Drew Holiday hasn't been like a twenty point scorer and the leader of a team, a playoff team. You know what I'm saying? Like he, I, I know it's tough. Player rankings are always hard, man, because <laughs> I agree. It's subjective to what team you're on and how you fit, and you know, like what style, like what role you play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I just think what Drew Holiday brings. He's, I think he's. This is gonna hurt me to say. I think he's a better version of Marcus Smart. I I, I agree with you. Oh, the he same probably play is. Type, that's what I mean. I just probably, think that's what, it is. I, what I say, I say he's not that much better than he is. He's a more proven version that's won a title and been on a title team. You know what I'm saying? And he was really supposed Good. to be a main star at one point. It didn't. He went to New Orleans and it didn't exactly work. But eh, I mean, not that it was you know not his fault. The team in part, didn't have a lot did. of, as much success. Yeah. Yeah, I think him and Anthony Davis should have done better than they did. The best they got was, what, the second round of the playoffs, which is just meh. Um, anyways, uh, we'll move on. 23 was Beal. 24-25 is Gobert and Westbrook. Westbrook's way too high. Way too high. <laughs> really? Westbrook's not better than Brown. See, this this mm-hmm. is where I start to think about it. Like, Drew Holiday is not better than Jalen Brown. Russell right. Westbrook is not better than Jalen Brown. Okay. Gobert really is a role player. He is. He's a role Sam. player. Sam. His role is to block shots. He's not gonna. Jack. He's a. He in the. He gets exposed in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. So Jason Tatum's a role player, and his role is to score baskets. That's just like this the same thing you're saying. If you put Rudy Gobert on, let's say, let's say like uh, I don't know, let's say like Oklahoma City because they really don't have anything, right? right. And you put Jalen Brown on Oklahoma City, they're gonna win more games with Jalen Brown on their team. Yeah, but you can't, like, that's not, you can't use that argument for everything. 
Yeah, you can. It, it you is. Can. It, when I think which player is better, if you have a blank slate right, team let me ask you and you put that you player okay. on the team, that team is going to be better with the better player. All right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you put uh, John Collins on the Thunder versus Rudy Gobert on the Thunder, who wins more games? Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I just don't think that's true. You don't think All so? Right, look, no, I think they win more games with John Collins, but that doesn't mean John Collins is a better player. If you put Zach Levine on the Thunder versus Rudy Gobert, Zach Levine's going to win the more games, but who's the better player? Does he win the more games, though? I don't know. Zach yes. Levine doesn't win very many games. That's the thing. He doesn't <laughs> win a lot of games. I know, and Rudy Gobert, the role he plays, and you can make the, a similar argument for Drew Holiday. You can call them a role player, but if you're elite in that role, it makes you an elite basketball player. No, it right? does, but I don't know. It's hard for me to put him above somebody like Brown. That That's for sure he's not better than Brown. I disagree with you at this point, and I'm a Celtics fan. I think Rudy Gobert should definitely be above Jalen Brown. Or who Brown was the other one that I got really pissed about? Russell no, no, Westbrook. I said Brown. Westbrook's not better than Brown right now. That's for damn sure. So if you put Westbrook on the Oklahoma City Thunder versus Jalen Brown right now, Jalen Brown wins more games. When's the last time Westbrook won anything? <sighs> even is. even made like a good playoff run. <laughs> Sam, that's not fair in the slightest because Jalen Brown's always been on better teams than Russell Westbrook. He's been on better players. teams, Jack, but everybody always hypes up Westbrook. Like he's this amazing winning, like he's going to change your life. I'm not saying that, but I think he would win more games if that's the argument. I, I disagree with this argument, but I think if you put both of those players in the Thunder, like individually, Russell Westbrook will win more games with them. He it can score. He can give you 25 a night. You can argue efficiency, whatever. That's, it's going to be important. an inefficient 25. Still, I, know, I know you just said it, but it's not going to be an efficient 25. He'll give you a triple-double every night. And I know you can say those are just stats, but he makes the players around him better, and that is a fact. That is 100% a fact. And he's the, I'm going to say this now, and you could say Bradley Beal and part it, Russell Westbrook fucking dragged the Washington Wizards to the play-in last year. They went 17-4 and four or something to end the season. And it was not Bradley Beal doing that. I'm telling you that. It was Russell Westbrook. Right? So he dragged them, clawed them. In those last 20 games, he averaged something like 25, 14, and 15. You can say, oh, empty stats. He dragged them to the playoffs. Take Russell Westbrook off that roster and look at that team. You have Bradley Beal, and the next best player is what? Daniel Gafford? Right? Like, that's impressive nonetheless. And you can you can gauge it off championships, but when you have Russell Westbrook with It's not that, even championships. It's just more about, like, being on a team that's, like, legitimate. What, what does that even mean? Like, nobody thought the Wizards were worth anything last season at any point. Yeah, and they made the playoffs. Yeah, but, like, nobody thought them to even be, like, a title contender. Like, I I, I can't explain it to you. It's just, like, and it's not even a biased thing because I'll tell you. Give me somebody else. Let's see. You said Westbrook. And then who Go else Bear. is like underneath him? Gobert. Gobert's different. He's like more of a role player. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bradley Beal is 23. Drew Holiday is 22. No, 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 no. Like, like that Westbrook is better than on your list. Oh, I had Westbrook better than Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, but Towns, they never win. Clay Thompson. Uh, that's not fair either because he's coming off an injury and that, that, you know, played a part in my ranking a little bit. Uh, Jalen Brown is 28. There you go. Right oh. next. So I, I'm just saying, and you're not going to like to hear this either because, you know, injuries, whatever. Jalen Brown wasn't even playing, right? I, I, actually, no, he I was wasn't say, playing, but he was hurt. <laughs> I agree. I know. I know. I was going to say the Wizards won just as many playoff games as the Celtics lost. Well, the Celtics <laughs> beat the Wizards in the play-in. They did. They did. They did beat the Wizards. Um, I stand by that, though. Russell Westbrook is better than Jalen Brown right now. And it's not by much. It's about three spots uh, I had him better than, but I do think he's better. Um, like I said, 26, 27, 28 was Carl Anthony Towns, Clay Thompson, Jalen Brown. Got any problems there? You said, I think uh, it's, it's hard because, like, then I backtrack and I see it. If I I feel like if Towns is on a team like that was 
I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure at this point because Towns doesn't do anything like that, man. <laughs> and, like, that team isn't horrible, horrible anymore. Like, they have decent pieces. Like, yeah. Russell's a decent player. Edwards is proving to be a good player. Like, they should be better than they are. I agree. And, you know, I'm going to say this. I'm still backing the Russell Westbrook point because I think at this point so many people have, you know, shit on Westbrook that he's now underrated instead of over, overrated. I think if you put Russell Westbrook on almost any team in the NBA, they make the playoffs or at least the play-in. Any team, except I guess maybe not the Thunder, but like almost. Like, so I said, almost any team. I think you put Russell Westbrook on that team, and they make the play-in at the very least. I don't know about that. All right, name a team. We'll play the game. Houston. Hundred <laughs> percent. Christian Wood, Russell Westbrook, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr. That is a play-in team. You cannot convince me otherwise. I don't, know, man. I, I, I don't know. Daniel Tice? You're telling me Daniel Tice is Tice, Tice the playoffs with Russell Westbrook? I think the Rockets with Russell Westbrook currently constructed would make the play-in. You're telling me they can't be the 10 seed? 10 seed? Play-in means nothing, Jack, honestly. Okay, fine. I think, I, I think I, I'm game. not trying to, like, dispute the argument because I think it, it, when you put it like that, like, 10 seed is, like, nothing, dog. Like Exactly. I'm just saying, if you put Russell – otherwise, okay, the Rockets are probably going to be a bottom – two three team in the conference i think if you had russell westbrook it's not that hard to not be like a bottom four five team in the conference i'm just saying russell westbrook makes those around him better and that's why i have him where i have him uh anyways you'll be happy with these next two jalen brown is 28 i had 29 30 31 ben simmons zion williamson john morant right there ben simmons so he's definitely better than simmons Mm -hmm. you can make the argument with zion but zion He's not done much yet, so I, it's hard. Zion hasn't done anything yet. No, I'm with you. Not, ja, ja hasn't really either. See, I want to throw Simmons under the bus and say he's not as good as those guys, but he's done more than they have. Mm-hmm. Ja's made the playoffs, but that's about it. That is true. They did make the playoffs. And they won a game. Good for um, 32, 33, 34. We can just start wrapping up this list. I'll give you my next four. 32 was Sabonis. 33 was Julius Randle. 34 was Zach Levine. And 35 was Brandon Ingram. Okay. Yeah, that's probably fair. See, at, after this point, I kind of put them all at the same rank. Yeah, I got you. You know I what I'm you. saying? I, I'm just running through the rest of the list just for the sake of it, and you can tell me if you have an issue. Uh, 36, I had Lowry. 37, I had De'Aaron Fox. 38, Jamal Murray. Again, if healthy. 39, Gordon Hayward. 40, C.J. McCollum. 41, Clint Capella. 42, Nikola Vucevic. 43, Mike Conley. 44, Tobias Harris. 45, Shea Gilders-Alexander. Van Vliet, Draymond Green, Malcolm Brogdon, Colin Sexton, John Collins. And that rounds out the top. I eight. think Draymond might be a little bit high. <laughs> That's fair. I just think it's hard to But discount. I also think he's going to have a... Yeah. I understand. Um, notable names left off the list, I believe, were the likes of Christian Wood, Jeremy Grant, Kemba Walker. I think those were the next three uh, off the list for me. But yeah. Yeah, okay. There, there you have it. Um... The last thing I wanted to do today, now that we rendered that out, uh, I know you're 1,000% sick of talking about it at this point, but uh, the Boston Celtics have a new P- TPE, Sam. They have a new one. <laughs> it's too early for this, Jack. They haven't even played a game yet. Hey, shiny, brand new, shiny TPE. What is it, 17 point something mil, uh, I believe? I scooped Keith on this one. I, I scooped him <laughs> on it. Yes, sir. So I'm going to run you down, you know, to wrap up the episode here, a few potential candidates. What is the exact number? 17.1. Do you know top of your head? I think that's what it is. All right. So I'll run you through the potential candidates. I'm just going to go in order of salary. This is not going to be me, you know, saying, oh, this. Honestly, Jack, this could be your shooter trade if you really want to get into it. (laughs) It could be. It could be. So we can we can argue that for these as well. But um, unless it's, you know, 17. Is it 17.1? Let me go. I'm. 90% 90% sure it's that. I'm not sure if it's 17.1 or 17.7, so I just want to quickly check before I start saying the wrong number too many times. Um, it is 17.14, yes. Okay. Um, so starting off, 17.14, Clint Capella fits into that, but I don't think he's being dealt, so I think we can rule that out immediately. <laughs> um, Steven Adams uh, from Memphis. Uh, they don't want him. That's a, <laughs> is, is that an expiring, actually? <laughs> Uh, no, Stephen Adams no, has. No, they don't want him. Then they don't want him. <laughs> they yeah, don't want him. Two more years. Uh, Markel Fultz fits into that. Fultz is an interesting one. <laughs> Even though hey, I don't I mean, think they would want to give him up. 
if yeah. he's playing well. You know what I'm saying? Have, it's not worth it to them. They do have Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs now, though. So you ne- you never really know. They they want. You Wouldn't know, it be something if they got Fultz after the whole Tatum thing? Like they traded be basically Fultz for Tatum funny. and they got both of them. Very funny. I'm uh, not out on Fultz yet, by the way. I'm not know. either. I think he could have a good year if given the right circumstances. Uh, Aaron Gordon is next up. I don't think Denver is looking to move him, though, because I think he's that important That would make any them. sense. They give up a lot to get him. Mm-hmm. OG Ananobi, although he does have a big-time extension. He's on the books for four more years, including this one. So. At what? Uh, 16, 17, 18, 20. Yeah, no, they, they only do that if they're out on Beal. <laughs> uh, Davis Bertans, in on him still. That's a bad contract. Yep, 16, 16, 17, 16. Oh, so God, it it's four years. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Marcus Morris, but he is also on an extension. Uh, 15, 16, 17. That's a lot for Marcus Morris. Jeez, that's a lot of money. That's DeJounte Murray, 15, 16, 17. Well, you're, you're going to have to give up more than Schroeder for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe picks, though. Spurs are in a weird, weird uh, state. Celtics picks aren't going to be any good. Yeah, still. Uh, Derek White, another Spurs guy. 15, 16, 17, 18. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, there you go. Torian Prince, 15, one and done. That is it. I actually That's don't mind that That's a lot of money for Torian Prince. Yeah, it, it was back when – I think it was back when the Hawks were on that really good team. Or, you know what I'm saying? Um, anyways, one and done deal, I wouldn't mind. But the Timberwolves just traded for him, so I don't think they'll be getting him. Uh, Malik Beasley, but I don't think the Wolves will trade him. And he's on 14, See, is he 15, playing? 16. Uh, he just got out of jail, so he will be playing. Good for him. I hope he's playing hoops. <laughs> it, was, it was just a 34-day sentence, so it's not like he was in there for a while. Uh, Pat Bev, but the Timberwolves just traded for him. Pat so Bev, fantastic. Would be a fantastic Celtic. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, Thaddeus Young, uh, one year with the Spurs. And so I don't At know what? if they're looking to keep him. Oh, it uh, doesn't one matter. One year, it's, yeah, 14.2. And it's a one-year that, deal. So. That would be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Valencia, sorry, Valenciunas, and then Joe Ingles. I think Joe Ingles would be amazing on the Celtics. I think that would be maybe my favorite. Well, he's I white, think, Jack. I mean... <laughs> Of course, not at all what I meant. Celtics. Um, but the rumors are that Jazz are looking to trade him or Bogdanovich to free up some cap space. I, I've, I've heard those rumors. So I'm just saying, Joe Ingles for, you know, the TPE, maybe a first round pick. I would do that in an absolute heartbeat. I think he would be amazing. Uh, Christian Wood, Brooke Lopez, Contavious Caldwell Pope. I think Caldwell Pope would be great. Uh, 13 and 14 the next two years. I think that'd be amazing. Past that, I don't see anybody too interesting. T.J. Warren's not bad. Terrence Ross does fit into that. T.J. Warren's not a bad one. Dylan Brooks as well. Rumors they're looking to move Well, they would not give him up for nothing. (laughs) They're looking to trade him, though. I mean, if you give them some young young players and picks, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Um, I don't see much else here. Larry Nance just got traded. He's out. Um, Jeremy Lamb, maybe. Kyle Anderson's still there. Uh, People in love it. with Kyle Anderson. He's a great player. I think oh, he's they, a good they player. They like him, good, man. good passer, good scorer. He's slow, but <laughs> that's not everything, people. Come on. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's about it I see for the uh, potential TPE trades. I wouldn't mind any of those players I just mentioned, so. Maybe someone can get a deal done in there. Robert Covington also, if the, you know. Robert Covington. I think they're not going to get rid of it. I think they're gearing up for a run, which is good. Means Lillard's not going to get traded. I'm just saying, halfway through the season, they're doing shitty. They want to blow it up. Give me Robert Covington all day. I don't think think they're going to. Tim, I think our friend Tim brought that up as well. But, um, yeah. I I think they might end up disappointing more than some people realize. But the Larry Nance trade certainly helps. So, we'll see how the Blazers do. But. That is oh, about I'm it. excited for the Celtics, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just maybe I'm hyping myself up and I'm starting to get in on them, but I'm excited for the depth. I think they've got the same team as last year. That was it was good for a while. They had some stretches where they were good. They they started the season eight and three yeah. with Marcus running the point, and then Kemba came back. <laughs> you blame him which isn't Kemba. his fault. I mean, he was supposed <laughs> to come back. Good for him. But Marcus, he pro- he's proved he can do it. I'm it telling did all you. go downhill. It went all 
uh, downhill after that Knicks game where Kemba played. It was all downhill after that, I will say. But, uh, anyways. Someone wanted to bullshit about it. I forgot what it was. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll put this story in because it's funny. So we were we were at the bus stop up in Liverpool. Um, we were like, they, they have like this mall place there. It's like, it's called City Center. Yeah. And we're at the bus stop and this old fuck is sitting there and he's like <laughs> bitching about something. He's like talking to these people and he's, he, you know, me, Frank and Joe are standing there and he's, we haven't said a word, so he doesn't know anything. He doesn't even know we're there really. Yeah. He's complaining that there's so many people at the bus stop. Oh, there's so many people at the bus stop or however the hell he talks. And I don't think anybody should be able to go on the bus if they don't have a British passport. <laughs> right? Well, so we're all just know. sitting there. We're like, oh, geez. You know, we're targets now. And then, like, somebody asks him why, and he brings up Afghanistan, which doesn't make any sense. And then, like, people get really mad at him, and everybody at the bus stop starts coming at this dude, right? Like, from all directions, like, they're yelling Jesus. at him. And he's just sitting there, and he's like, hey, everybody hold on a minute. I think we should all calm down. <laughs> Meanwhile, this dude's freaking out, screaming, right? And they're like, calm down. You know, what are we going to calm down for? He's like, well, I'm old enough. Like, what do you mean you're old enough? What does oh, that great. even mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, wow. but it was hilarious. This guy is a legend. Good for dude him. He got absolutely roasted at the bus stop. That is Amazing. Good for him. But, uh, I just fell on his ass on the bus. <laughs> stop. It was tough brutal. Absolutely brutal. But uh, yeah, like I said, that's all I had for today. Any other Celtics things you wanted to bring up before we get out of here? Uh, no. No, nothing off the top of my head. <laughs> well, then we can call it for a day. We'll be potting again soon because it has been a while. But thank you guys all for listening. Uh, this has been from the Raptors. You guys can follow me at Jack Simone NBA. You can follow us at Bannertown USA. And for usual, Sam, go ahead. Yeah, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you watch, you got to see the bonus of Jack and my drip. Right? We got the drip on today. Um, Sir. First time recording in forever. Because uh, we were busy guys. Went on vacations, as we told you. But it's good to be back. Yeah, we weren't canceling the show or anything. Don't worry. Uh, we'll be back regularly. I work. Jack writes all the time. So we're busy guys. But... Um, yeah, thank you very much for listening and watching. Again, you can follow uh, Jack at Jack Simone NBA. You can follow Bannertown at Banner USA. Bannertown USA. Jesus, don't follow Banner USA. And you can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's our show for today. Bye.